What's going on, guys? It's your best friend, your pal, your roommate, Zach Lyman, and you're listening to the Zach Lyman Podcast. Thank you so much for those sweet, sweet listens. I appreciate ya. And guys, I'm excited about this episode. It's a wonderful episode with Brittany. We talk about PR and marketing and just strategizing best ways, you know, because as a comedian, I I came at it from that point of view of just like, I I travel the country. How should I be contacting these news organizations? And is it important to be getting on local news? Is it not? Like, what are your thoughts, you know? I think she had some wonderful answers. I'm just looking forward to getting into this episode. But before we do that, I got to tell you about ZachLionPodcast.com. Head over there and check out the sleek, beautiful, fast new website. And uh, get yourself a Comedy and Amps t-shirt, you know? Support the show. That's how we do it here. We don't have sponsors. We're sponsor-free. We're gluten-free. And we're dairy-free. We're, we're doing it. 2021's our year, baby. It's, ha- it's happening. It's, ha- it's happening. Um, I don't want to waste any more of your time. Let's just get into this episode with Brittany right now. Thanks for being on the show today. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk with you. Yeah. Do you want to just go ahead and introduce yourself and talk about what you do? Sure. So my name is Brittany Rendak, and I work in the entertainment industry in LA. I do PR in the talent division. So I work with a lot of actors, YouTubers, and singers, and I do their public relations, so like press coverage and everything with them and their lives um, on air and everything. Um, I guess we can talk more about that later if you have any other questions. And then I also do, I'm a content creator and blogger. And I started that about four years ago, kind of when I moved to LA. And I kind of started writing about my life in LA, just kind of as a hobby. And it turned into an entire thing where now I like to help people kind of live their dream and move to LA, which is also why I started my podcast too last year. So that I'm also a podcast host. um, And it's a career podcast kind of interviewing different creatives in the industry um, and seeing how they got to where they are now. Um, And just same thing kind of with my blog, helping people live their dream, get a job in the entertainment industry, um, or maybe just move to LA and live their dream here. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of basis about me. Yeah, I uh, I love your podcast. I think oh, it's great. So I uh, I've listened to a handful of them now, uh-huh. and uh, like I feel like your podcast and my co- podcast are very similar. But uh-huh. uh, the difference is like your like the people that you interview are like more in the biz, I guess, mm-hmm. like in a yeah. way, because like in mine, it's like a lot of like comics and stuff. And it's weird because stand up comics, we like live in this like outer bubble, and then sometimes we're in it, we'll be on a TV show, and then we're like back out on this outer bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's, but it's interesting, uh, like listening to you, where it's like last night I was listening to your last episode you had uh, with an actor, and he mm-hmm. was talking about going through auditions and stuff like that. And it's just like a part of life that I I don't I don't have. I'm not in LA. I've been to LA, and um, 
it is very interesting. I didn't know until you kind of said that, that that is like the theme that's going on with all the stuff you're creating is how to get to LA and how to like make it happen Mm -hmm. in the right ways. Um, So what made you decide to start the podcast overall? Um, So kind of like what you were kind of say, like it went along with things I was doing in my blog. And um, I also studied back in college, I did broadcast journalism. So originally I wanted to be on the news and entertainment news was my like original goal. Um, And I didn't take the traditional news path. I was going to take a job and move to a really small city. And I had this whole epiphany kind of how I got started moving to LA. I was like, I'm not doing it. And I always wanted to move to LA. And I'm like, I'm just going to move to LA now. And I don't care if I'm in front of the camera, behind the camera, anything. I just want to work entertainment. So um, that's kind of why I came here. So back to why I started my podcast, I've still always wanted to do hosting, some kind of entertainment news kind of. um, And I love talking to people, meeting people. So I've always wanted to start a podcast. And I was like, why don't I start it with kind of what I'm doing now? I'm in the industry. And why don't I interview different creatives and see where they got to where they are? Because on my blog, I get a lot of questions like, wait, how did you do it? And that's mm-hmm. my most, my most emails I get is like, how did, I don't understand. I'm trying to move to LA. And I'm like, okay, this is a real question that people have. Yeah. So, and there's so many people here that I've met and even people that I have on my podcast, I've never met, but I've connected with them on social media. And for me, my favorite thing about LA is the people that you meet. Cause there's so many creative, so many unique people. And I love hearing their specific stories and how they made it. So that's kind of how it came about. And like you said, I I really like how you enjoy my podcast. And for me, it's cool because I don't even like I'm in the industry, but I learn so much from each guest I have on that I still didn't know to this day. So that's kind of why I started it. Yeah. And to help other people that are wanting to get in the industry, um, speak with real people that are doing it. Yeah, that's like, that's the craziest thing. When I started podcasting, I had no idea the things I'd be learning, uh-huh. uh, you know, because I'm I'm an introvert and I really used my podcast to kind of have one-on-one uh, conversations with people that I would see around at shows anyways. Okay. And I was like, yeah, let me get to know this comedian or this actor or, or you know, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to get to know them, but I didn't realize like, just asking these people questions, how often they're like, yeah, I I emailed this thing and then I got this thing and I, you know, and it's just like, they're giving me this step-by-step and I'm like, oh yeah, I could email that guy or, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just that one piece of information that's like, okay, this is actually going to take me a long way and I can apply it to my life (laughs) too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, because of a guest I had on, I started doing TikTok, you know, like that was like a big thing where it's like, yeah, you know, and that, that has sent me all of 2020. It was like in a whole nother direction with TikTok because how like, did they convince you to do it? Um, they were talking about being a TikTok partner and that okay. you could like apply for the grant as a, like a performer. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I'm now learning this new thing that's coming out and I'm trying to get ahead of all the other stand up comics and try to like establish myself there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it, you know, it's just small stuff like that that just leads to, you yeah. know. I didn't even know you could out. be a partner. See, I just learned something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. all part of that uh, creative grant that they were doing. Um, okay. That, that, that they're still doing, but mm-hmm. uh, what they introduced last year. 
Um, and there's like, yeah, you can just, I think it's on the TikTok website, all the info on it. Early last year, I, I like kind of like started getting involved with it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's just small stuff like that. Or like, uh, I have so many, I have so many PR questions because, yeah, um, sure. I, so I book my own shows, uh-huh. I tour the country and I do all these things. And so do like many of my listeners are like comedians that are like just trying to put their stuff together. Um, so often it's just us sending emails. And so anytime I can get a guest that is like, uh, because I, I assume from your time in PR that you are uh, the best at emails. I feel like that's like. <laughs> yes, it's like all we do. <laughs> do you yeah. feel like that's true? It's all emails? Yes, it's 24-7 too. <laughs> like we're always on the clock, always. Like I have a bad habit that I'm always refreshing my phone email too because <laughs> we're it's always on. <laughs> what, what, when you say you do PR, what exactly do you do in PR? So for my job, we, it's a huge company. We have different divisions and I work in the talent division. So like, kind of like you, if we were to have a comedian, but that actually got me thinking that I don't, I've never really worked with the comedian PR and that would be, I don't (laughs) like, I feel like a lot of them don't have PR. Yeah. I think comedians need PR, but I don't think they, they're just kind of like, this is the thing I don't even know. Now that I'm thinking about it. I, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was just, that's when you were telling me that I was like, I don't even know a comedian that has PR. Um, Okay, so we work with like, let's say I work with an actor and they're on a TV show that's starting. Someone would book, someone would want to hire us if they just got like their break of a new TV show. Like they're not very well known yet and Mm. they're about to be in a huge role in this upcoming TV show. So they hire us and what we do is is we book them and we pitch them out to different media placements. So magazines, shows like Jimmy Fallon, all that stuff. And we pitch them out and see where we can get them. And then we're going to set up a whole like kind of press schedule for them and book them through the different interviews and coordinate everything with that. Um, And then if someone has, if like another client that we have is going on a movie, we're going to kind of coordinate with whoever the movie mm-hmm. is. Like, let's say it's Netflix. I'm going to be working hand in hand with Netflix and coordinating their entire schedule, airplanes, car pickups, where they're going wow. to each thing. And then press is also going to be involved with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, yeah. it seems like you so cover it busy. all for like yeah. someone that's like up and coming, which is so mm-hmm. funny because like uh, last, well, I, yeah, last year I, I uh, released an ebook that was kind of like, step-by-step of like how I put together my tours and stuff. And a lot of it is just like, I email this club and then I email this local radio station. And then I, you know, and then I, Uh uh, and it's like all this stuff that I'm, uh, that falls into like what you do PR. And Uh um, it's so funny how that relates. So do you, do you have like, I, I assume since you're sending out these emails all the time, you guys have like some kind of database of just everyone. And then you yes. just like at one time you write like a nice email and then you're just blasting it out to all these locations at once. Um, we're not. Yeah. I don't really send like one email and bla- blast it out per se, but we do have like a spreadsheet of all our contacts kind of without all the publicists and everything. We put all our contacts together Or we'll have different things. Like if we have some, like a YouTuber who's a teen or something, we're going to be pitching them to different kind of magazines 
than another client. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we kind of have different categories of where we're pitching them to and we'll pitch, I'll send separate emails. So it's a lot of emails. Yeah. Cause I always want to be like, hello, Sarah, whoever it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make yeah. it, um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of work and it's different because if I have someone that's very well known, it's also going to be a lot easier. They're, we're going to get the emails. They're going to be yeah. pitching us mostly and be like, can we have him on our show? Um, right. And then it's just like than, management yeah. in a way of exactly. just like organization. So these are all, I feel like years in PR is just building relationships with like that one person that does that one thing at that one magazine. Or, Definitely. Uh, so, yeah. That's and then, really, yeah. Yeah. And so, so I feel like even if you, you're like, you're at your current job, but if you've mm-hmm. like moved around, I feel like that's something you kind of take with you where you're like, oh, I can just call Deborah and Deborah will get this thing done. Definitely. Um, yeah. So no matter, I've been at my same PR company. Um, I did like PR and social media at a music video company um, oh, okay. before I got this job. Yeah. But I've been at this one for two years, but yeah, you can take your contacts because those are your relationships that you've built and you've met most of the people. Like when you are going out in a photo shoot or everything, you're going to meet the person there. So you're developing these contacts, meeting them. Or some of them I've only met through email too, but we've developed a relationship that they would know who I am. The only thing that I can really think about, like in comedy, we have like comedy bookers that are like that, where they mm-hmm. book like, let's say they book the uh, Chuckle Hut in the middle of Nebraska or something, right? Yeah. And then they are like, yeah, I know all of these headliners. I know their emails. And then I also know all of these clubs around. And oh I know the guy that books in Idaho. And so then they move to like other clubs and they're like, I'll just call Jessica and she'll get you this other gig, you know? And so they're kind of like helping you know, the comedians mm-hmm. out that they like, but also they know all of the other bookers and they're talking. And that's like, a, that was like a real uh, like wake up call as a comedian is like when you're touring and uh, you're like when I was newer at comedy and I just was terrible at it <laughs> and I would tour and I would just be, I would be bad for 30 minutes. And then <laughs> I didn't realize that like that club could call another club and be like, yeah, that guy's bad. Oh, <laughs> you know, like. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know that was like, I was like, oh, they probably do know each other, you know, like later down when, um, cause oh I got gosh. one gig yeah, and I found out that the guy that booked me for that gig booked for eight other clubs because oh, wow. the owners owned eight other clubs uh-huh. that were under different names and different locations across the country. And I was like, oh, this is like, I should build relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I can't, I need to get better. I'm going to stay home for a bit and work on some yeah. stuff and come back to this. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. No, but yeah, that's how it is too. Um, with me too. You, that's why for me, my number one rule is I try to be as nice as possible. Even if I'm frustrated or something, I'm always nice I've never like sassy with people yet I guess I don't know I'm still very nice and I just don't want to ruin any relationship or have my name turned the bad way because like you said like everyone knows everyone yeah it's so weird especially like you're in LA where it's like literally everyone knows everyone (laughs) it's It's like it is the pot of everyone knows everyone you You would think yeah you would think it's so much bigger but it really all comes around first full circle yeah crazy And it's just another example. Like I've known comics that move to LA and then like the next day they're like on Conan and you know, they're like doing these great spots and you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That just like immediately happened. 
you know, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, you know, yesterday that guy was just at an open mic and now he's doing TV. So it's like, yeah, you never know. Um, what advice do you have for people that are trying to do their own PR? I mean, what you were saying that you're doing for yourself, it's pretty much PR. And I was, when you're telling me what you do, you do, I think that's great. Um, I would also say just kind of study, like I still do this right now. Like I research and study different outlets that I think if you're doing for yourself that you think you'd be the best fit fit for. Um, like for instance, I do kind of my own PR, I guess, for myself and my yeah. blog. Um, so I guess for advice for me, I searched like LA local magazines, um, things that I think that I would fit for. Cause I'm not obviously that big. So I can't go for like Vogue or anything. I'm not fashion, <laughs> but, um, that would be my advice and kind of research around, just go to the contact button, um, reach out to the contact info, um, and, mm. and keep following up definitely is my other piece of advice. I've, I even have to follow up millions of times to people. Um, and it doesn't hurt. They're not going to get mad at you. Um, no. So, so I would say if you pitch, just um, definitely follow up. Okay. So you say, uh, do you do you feel like uh, there is benefits in in the small local magazines and the small local radio and the, you know, is there benefits of of reaching out to these places that don't seem like they have a lot of reach, but they might or. I think so. Definitely. Yeah. Um, especially if you're just starting out anything. I think it's better than nothing. And once you start, um, um, I'll tell you another piece of advice. If you're starting to get like some local radio stations, smaller magazines, you can use those pieces to now pitch to more middle tier press. So okay. you can, and you can use those links. So in your pitch, you can say, please check out my most recent interview on this. And I also appeared on this radio show and you list those links and that makes yourself more credible also. Okay. So when mm -hmm. you, when you are pitching to, you should be including like about me type of thing and then like some links. And then is there, is there yes. too much you should be doing or? Um, you don't want to make it too long either. So you're not going to do an entire bio, obviously if they, and if you get booked, they're most likely will ask for a bio and a headshot and everything. So just like you said, I would do a, like a little hook. Hey, I saw something. I normally like compliment or, or relate myself to what I'm pitching, like kind of like a compliment, but like, I liked, you could even say like, I liked your article of so-and-so I can bring this to the table and I do this, da -da -da, a quick little thing. Um, and then leave like three links. Like you're saying, like, I'm most, please check out where I most recently appeared here and here and here. Interesting. Love to hear it. Yeah. Cause that, definitely makes yourself more credible if you're just starting out. Wow. I didn't, I never really thought about that. I mm -hmm. never really thought that you, that's a great point of like maybe finding a similar article or like someone similar that they talked about and being like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just like this person. And I feel like we could do this again. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, exactly. a, that's a great, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and people will like that. And also another benefit of adding links is, you're most likely going to click it and they can learn a little bit more about you right there and kind of skim through your interview and be like, Oh, this is mm. great. We want this person. Do you want to include your own links, like, like your own website and your own Instagram or stuff, or is that kind of like, that, um, that depends, I think on what you're pitching yourself to. I think if you're pitching yourself, then 
Yeah, I think it's good to use like a website or even if you just have it in the bottom of your name with your website and your social links, I yeah. think that's good too. Um, but it also depends on what you're applying for. I think like if you're doing a brand deal or a, spons- a sponsorship, you should definitely use your social links. You know what I mean? Because um, mm-hmm. I have some clients that want certain brand deals. So you're going to use your social stats and everything. But if it's just press coverage, I think you can leave, I would leave it in like your signature mm-hmm. or so, have it like in a link or have it, I'd actually have it in like a link to like, hi, my name is Brittany Rendeck and you can hyperlink that and have your Instagram or website right there. Man, see that you yeah. are good at email. Like you're already being like, yeah. I was just, like, wait, I, I have another point. <laughs> I hide it in the code. You know, I just, I have yeah. it places. Yes. That's great. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. How often are you guys reaching out or you personally uh, for your stuff? How often are you reaching out through like someone like a brand or someone's Instagram versus like a direct email or, you know, do you feel like you're just like, I'm just going to go with the email versus. Oh, b- oh, besides doing it via Instagram. Yeah. 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 So for at my job in PR, it's mostly always emails I can I'll sometimes get the email from Instagram mm, but I'm okay but, but I'm mostly doing it for email just because it's more professional that way um if it's me personally for my podcast or um my blog and everything it's half and half I would say for me because okay. I reach out a lot on Instagram too yeah and mm-hmm. so your blog um your blog mostly covers about living in LA right Yes. And then like a lot of you as a person or? Yes. Yeah. It originally started out um, kind of what I was telling you when I decided just to move to LA and not be a traditional news reporter. Um, I kind of wanted to tell people why I did that. Yeah. Because a lot of people from my college that I graduated from were like, oh my gosh, like asking me why <laughs> I did it. Cause it was kind of like a weird thing. Like I was on like my last round is of interviews to move to Washington, Spokane, Washington. I think that's what okay, it was. Okay, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, my teacher was just like, you would hate it there, Brittany. And <laughs> she gave me, and I was like, what? I thought this was, I was supposed to do this. So that's yeah. kind of, she, I always will remember it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to do this actually. So that's kind of where my blog started. I just wanted to write it out and tell people. It was kind of just for fun. And I wrote out like why I chose not to take the traditional news path. Um, and I hadn't even moved to LA yet. And then my next one blog, I think I wrote like how, why I'm moving to LA, like my journey to LA. And it kind of just started out as like, yeah, like my personal experiences. And it turned into a lot of people reaching out to me and asking me for help. And I, and then I came to LA, I loved LA and I wanted to share fun things to do, Instagramable yeah. walls to do. And it kind of turned into a fun hobby too. Um, okay. So for blogging, are you like diving into like SEO with blogging or are you? See, yes. I need to take another course on it too, because it's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, also it's like, depending on like who you like listen to, like, uh, website design, blogging, all that. It's like, there's, there's tons of people that are like, this is the path to go. And then, uh, and then other people are like, he's very wrong. It's this, path. you know, it's like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't personally blog. I know that, um, I, I have listeners that do, mm-hmm. um, do you have any advice for people that are like trying to start blogging? Um, 
for like on like an SEO basis or just in no, general? Just, just in general. Yeah. Um, in general, let's see. Um, well, for me, what I recently started to do is use Pinterest a lot. And really? it's, yeah. And also, since you said you do TikTok, um, my TikToks have gotten a lot of views just on Pinterest too, that I'd recently started doing too. Yeah, I so, uh, I started yeah. doing that also. It's weird. I didn't know they would get this many views. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the videos are more popular than my like static posts on Pinterest, which is weird. <laughs> but um, so my advice would be get on Pinterest and post, repurpose all of your blog posts on Pinterest as many times as you want. Um, like if you change the graphic, like I, I create my own and you can make another graphic, change around the words, but you can always use the same link to your blog post interesting yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure using pinterest like why well, i started using putting all my tiktoks on there is just yeah. because like now it's a searchable way in google you know so mm-hmm. um that's great that's a great advice mm-hmm. i i also i just uploaded to a video today talking about um youtube shorts have you played around with that at all no what's that so i that so what i've been doing is like i'd make something for tiktok and then I would put it on Instagram Reels. And then okay. I would then, I started later adding it to Pinterest. And then now I'm adding it to uh, YouTube Shorts. Okay. So literally the one thing and then uploading it tons of different times. That's um, perfect, yeah. And so Instagram Reels, I was seeing like, I was getting some views. I have a couple that like hit like 10,000 and that was like mm-hmm. decent, but like I wasn't getting like, really that much engagement not really getting followers from it you know just kind of like that's a great looking number and that's it and then pinterest was the first time that i was like oh i can add a link and it can go to my website that's fun and so yeah i got a little bit of traction but then in this like last seven days i've been uploading them to youtube shorts so i just use the youtube app and then i put in the tags youtube youtube shorts uh shorts and then uh uh in the last seven days, I've gotten like 8,000 or 9,000 views and I've gotten like subscribers. And like the first one, I had a joke, get like 600 views. And then a couple of days later, I got like 6,000 views on a thing that I uploaded about coffee fest. (laughs) And, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Like it was just like in like one day they just take off. And again, it's subscribers going to my website, you know, I'm kind of like seeing and that's the important things you want to yeah. see how it converts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not going to like, like when they get like on Instagram reels, they get like high numbers. And then you just like, what am I going to take like a screenshot yeah. and then frame Instagram's it really hard. House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> it just be like, I did that once. I You're don't like, know. <laughs> cool. I got 10,000 views, nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like really fading away from Instagram pretty hard. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it's not how it used to be. And I feel like everything else is taking off. Like you said, TikTok for sure. And mm-hmm. you, YouTube, because that's another one of my goals for this year. I want to start a YouTube too. And it's I've been okay. wanting to for a while. So I want to get on it. I want to do one. I'm thinking about doing it for my podcast too, but I don't know how to do it yet. But I also want to do like a YouTube kind of like I talked about like advice moving to LA and kind of relating all that and just me kind of talking about it and see how that yeah. goes. So that's another one of my goals. Yeah, that's a great goal. I uh I can I'll send you later this like some YouTube channels that um are like people that have podcasts and then they've just taken like clips and put them up on their yes. YouTube. And it's like okay. they've done it perfectly 
where like it just feels like it's made for YouTube and it feels like and they get good views and traction. Oh, um, perfect. I would love yeah, that. I'll send that to you because like okay, thanks. I, I'm kind of I'm trying to do the same thing of just kind of like I'm playing around with all these avenues, just trying to see like where do I want to go in 2021? Because since like 20, I don't know, 16 or something, I've been like on Instagram, focusing on Instagram, growing Instagram. And, uh, and now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, like, I'm like, I'm ready for like, yeah, what else is, what other that's things? That's how I, I make, feel too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. That's why I was playing a lot along with TikTok a lot too. Like you said, and I, and I've been watching all these YouTubes that people are like, you have to get on YouTube. So yeah. So it, I would love those videos too. Cause I'm yeah, going to do that this year. It's just like more searchable. And so, and it's kind of like, that's like the sad thing with like making everything for Instagram is like, then it just dies on Instagram and then you're just like yeah that content will never do anything else yeah it's only Instagram is only searchable for like those first 24 to 48 hours and it's gone unless you find your someone's page um whereas YouTube you can search it forever and you also what I like about YouTube is you can link a bunch of different links in the description that people can scroll down and you can link like I know you have merch so you could be like get my merch and you know what I mean there's so many different links you can put in yeah. that one for all your videos that you can't put on Instagram yeah exactly yeah and you can like be more detailed and give like an actual that's what I love about podcasting too it's just like I can add like a nice little description and then like put all the like help the guests get like here's here's their Instagram and here's all these links instead of just like really quickly getting someone's attention being like follow me okay bye you know like mm-hmm. that's it um yeah. yeah so your podcast um which I've already mentioned big fan of uh Thanks so much <laughs> yeah so you you're actually on a podcast network yes what what is that experience like and how did that come to happen yeah, sure. So the podcast network is viewer and it's actually an interesting story. I met um, the producer and the CEO of that company out in LA at like a networking event and we were just chatting. <laughs> I know, isn't it weird? And we were chatting and I was telling him how I work in PR and I want like telling him what I want to do next. And I want to start a podcast. And he's like, oh, wait, really? Stop. And he was like, I think we could do something together. And um, in LA, you have people say that a lot. Like you're talk, you're talking to them. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we'll exchange information. And sometimes things happen a lot. At times, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so we exchange information. He's like, pitch me your ideas. So I did, and that's kind of how it came about. And I've been working with them since last year because we started in the beginning of. I actually we started in 2019, like the end of that year. Um, okay. So it's cool. And I'm the first podcast for their network. They're um, a new network. They have podcasts. They're starting a bunch of different things. They're doing like um, a music festival that's coming up too. Um, So it's really nice. Yeah. So I have a a team that's great of producers and then me. So it works really well and I like it. (laughs) That's great. So uh, being part of podcast network. So I'm, I'm assuming you record the episode and then you just send them the raw edit and then they make it all beautiful and post it and all that yes they do the editing and everything I help with the social media and like marketing um because that's kind of my expertise as well so I'm hands-on in that way but they do all the editing and everything and I also have 
um, one of the producers, we do like a little pre-interview with a lot of the guests that come on. Um, mm. So she'll talk to them and write me like a little bio about them um, before I go on the show with them. That's cool. That makes it much easier because the downside of podcasting is editing Yeah, all the behind the scenes where it's like we record, it's like you can record the best episode ever and then you're like, I still have to go through it and I still have to like cut and edit and make it sound beautiful or, you know, Uh uh, know, any of that mistakes that happen. And that, that, yeah, that was the main thing kind of that was holding me back for starting because I'm also working this full-time job. I'm also doing blogging. And that was my main concern is how am I going to do all this? And I was researching because I I think I could, I did journalism, so I know how to edit and I could figure it out. But I was like, do I have the time to do this? Yeah. Um, So it was really nice and everything's working out great in that regard that I don't have to take all the extra time in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, that's the thing is, I've had this podcast for like a good amount of time now and uh, you can just like, you can go back and see that like I would do some episodes and then clearly something happened in stand up where like, oh, I'm on tour. And then I'm like gone for months. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, and then, you know, and then like uh, I'm back to like, just, you know, living out, living at the house and whatever. And then, mm-hmm. and then, you know, all of a sudden I'm traveling and her, you know, it's just like these nonstop of like, anytime I have other stuff that like really comes up, it's like, this just gets pulled back a little bit. Um, but like yeah. my goal in like 2020 was like, I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm, uh-huh. and uh, you know, now I'm like seeing the payoff of that, of like being pretty consistent with consistent. it. Consistent. Yeah. Consistency yeah. is key. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to like, do it. <laughs> That's it's so funny because that's like the secret to everything is just like, you know, do you want to learn how to draw? Like, everything do you want to learn life. how to like play a trombone? Yes. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I do it 10 hours a day. And you're like, well, all right, I'm out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So now that you're in 2021 and you said YouTube is one of your goals, uh, do you have like other goals that you would like to share that you're Sure. Uh, now um, everyone on the internet will have to hold you accountable for. <laughs> yes, they should because I want to do this. I haven't really announced anything yet, but I can share that I'm working on some sort of like ebook and a guide that I want to put okay. out this year too. Um, I'm thinking of doing two. The first one I want to do is like um, an entertainment guide and it's going to have secrets and tips and like top PR companies. Um, top agencies to work at, where to get a job in the entertainment industry. I'm going to have a list Mm -hmm. of websites. I'm going to have some contacts. I'm going to have a lot of hidden information that no one that you can't find on the internet just by a Google search. It's just kind of what I've learned over the years working in the industry. So that's one of my books I want to write about, right? Like not like a book book. I want to do a 10 page PDF or something. So I've started it. I started it um, that's one thing. And I also kind of want to do a blogging guide for new beginners. Um, so that's another one I want to do. I, I'm addicted to eBooks. So yeah. like, as soon as you said that, I was like, I'm in, I, yes. I, anytime I'm the guy when I get Facebook ads and they're like, do you want to learn how to, and I'm like, you yes. got me. I don't click, even, click. yeah, it's free. Yeah. I'm in. It's, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, like I, last year I released my eBook for comedy and then, um, I'm just about to release an ebook for like marketing. 
Um, and just like Facebook ads and like how to use a pixel correctly. And it's just like stuff I've learned from like years in marketing and also like really kind of like laid down the found work of like, this is how I sell my merch. And this is mm-hmm. also how I sell tickets to my shows. You know, like yeah, these are two people things. People want to know that. Yeah. 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 But like, yeah, a PR book, I would download that today, you know? Yes. So Okay. You, Add that yeah. to my list. Yeah. yeah. I know. I started, I started it. So, um, I mean, that's one of my goals this year. So I'm hoping to get that out as soon yeah. as possible. When it's um, out, I'll add it to the show links below. Oh, perfect. Yes. So. I'll let you know. Um, do you give away yours for free or how do you market yours? Yeah, I'm, I, uh, my, I just redid the website. So my comedy ebook isn't on there yet, but it's going to okay. be back up. But when I had it out last year, I gave it away for free and that was like the best decision I've ever, because it led to tons of things. And then also it just got shared in so many Facebook groups and it got shared around in the comedy community so much that I was like, oh, like, you know, I got tons of email addresses within 48 hours. To add to your email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so how I was, I was like, looking into how to market it too. And yeah. I feel like free is the best option because people want to click something free. Who doesn't? Like you were saying, click their everyone's going to click. Yeah, exactly. Like within 24 hours, I think I had over like a hundred downloads and I had like people, like I started noticing people in like the UK and stuff downloading it. So it was like immediately left Phoenix and then just went US and then went like overseas within 48 hours. And then uh, I think a good percent of those like when I say good, like I think like maybe five to 10% of those people ended up buying a t-shirt or buying something. Or like, I even had people just Venmo me where that's they're amazing. like, they're like, this book is just great. So I'm, I'm just going to give you five bucks. And I'm oh, like, that's so cool. I'm like, I was, I gave it to you for <laughs> yeah. free. Like, you know, like, yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, so I, I did have people, uh, tell me that I was making a big mistake like day one they were like come on man sell you gotta sell it for like even seven dollars and I was like (laughs) I think this is the route to go and then Mm -hmm. you know two weeks in I was like yeah this is definitely the route to go (laughs) yeah and you can always do like a follow-up something if you have more to add maybe that you charge people at is another thing that I was thinking you could always follow up depending on how how well your first book did yeah, something I've been thinking about because I have the I have the marketing one coming out soon, and then I uh, I want to work on another one. But I think I'm just gonna like end up maybe at some point, maybe for, for like five dollars, you get like five ebooks and you get all of them at once. I think that's my that's good idea. At point, I will charge something. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, here's an easy way to get all of them. Uh, but honestly, I I think I think I'm just gonna keep when I finish one, I think I'm just going to keep thinking about writing another one of like different things that I've, I feel could be helpful. Like maybe mm-hmm. I, I'm also debating doing a podcasting one, Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, you it's should. like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're, I think they're wonderful. And uh, it's just like, I'm, it's just what I get into. I like it. Like how I got into podcasting where I was just listening to podcasts all the time. And then I got into eBooks from like <laughs> just reading eBooks all the time. I was like, yeah, yeah I could do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I went to college for three years for creative writing. I think I could do this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is my calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where I'll be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, where do you find yourself on most these days? If you're not on Instagram. 
Let's think. Um, I would say TikTok and Instagram is what I'm mostly on these yeah. days. But TikTok's frustrating me lately because just I feel like I like hit all these views and then now it's going down. Mm. It's weird. Really? So you feel mm-hmm. like you, you hit the high and now like do, have they like plateaued or are they just like really steeping? Um, Like it's like. I don't know. It's all over the place. That's why I'm like, I can't figure out what <laughs> is happening. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I, I also took a, I mean, I took a little bit of a break. I was just on vacation, so I didn't really do anything. But now I'll just have like a couple out of every like three I post that do really good. And then the other ones are just kind of average. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Because all my, before they were all pretty hitting high views for a while. And now it's kind of, I guess it's kind of the same. So that's why it's frustrating me too. And I'm like, I might have to do something new. Yeah. From day one, mine have been just all over the place. All over the place. It's weird. I'll I'll be like, this one has eight views, you know, (laughs) a crazy one. So it's like, I, but honestly, I've kind of like, I, at some point late last year, I was like, you know what, this is just what it is. And I just been making content I want to make. And then this week I'm, I'm thinking about like coming up with a, a theme of something that I'm going to continue doing. That's what I was just going to say. I've been thinking about, I think I need to have like a specific theme or niche that I do. Cause I kind of do a bunch of things. I like, I also like to dance my free time. So I do dancing ones. I do funny things. I put my podcast clips up there. I mm-hmm. kind of all over. So um, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, what could I do? That's just a theme. So people come back to your TikToks. That's what I've been noticing that, a lot of profiles have specific themes that people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a TikTok partner for like the learn on TikTok. So like they, so I worked with them to make a bunch of TikToks that were like education. And then that's like what I'm continuing to do. And Mm -hmm. it's like education on podcasting and comedy. But the thing is like, uh, like joke writing and stuff. It's like, first off, I have to fit it into a minute. And then, mm-hmm. and then second off, it's like, ha- I, I don't know if the audience is there yet to really take off for like comedians trying to learn on TikTok, you know? So yeah. I, I kind of like forgive that and I go, you know what, maybe right now they're not like crazy big, but maybe down the road, there's going to be more comedians and they're going to stumble onto it. And then like, mm-hmm. there's this like backlog of like so many of them, um, so it's like, that's kind of like, that I, I'm sense. thinking of like, maybe uh, going into like somebody more talk showy where I'm like more of a talk show angle instead of mm-hmm. like educational, but I don't know. That'd be cool. Might as well try it. I feel like you just have to try different things and see what sticks. Yeah. Maybe I'll be the first uh, TikTok only podcast, you know, where yeah. I, I, I do that a podcast cool. on TikTok that's just... It's 30 seconds and I just go, how are you feeling? <laughs> and That's like, all no, we have time for. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I could go with that old, uh, that old gag where it's like a really long intro and then like a second and then a really mm-hmm. long outro where yeah. it's like, you know, big show and dance. And then, and then they say, yeah, not bad. And then like balloons come and stuff. I'm like, we're out of time. It's wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, having everyone. You. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be good. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, we covered PR, we covered blogging. Um, is there any other advice you have for people that are kind of like 
on the internet trying to make these moves, trying to grow their following of any sort? What would I say? Um, for TikTok, I would say, I guess for everything, I would say be consistent. I know we kind of talked about that, but it's really important not to give up if you don't see your numbers going up right away. That's perfectly normal and yeah. keep at what you're doing. Find your niche and find your passion because if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're not going to want to keep doing it. Like I love talking about what I talk. So it's fun for me and I would do it regardless of the numbers. Um, and then I'd also say kind of keep up and research, follow the trends, see what other people are doing and watch your competitors too. So see what other people are doing, what you like, see what they're doing and not, don't copy them, but see how you can put your own unique twist on it to make yourself the best there is in that expertise. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And um, something that I want to follow up with is something mm -hmm. we talked about earlier is you were talking about like reaching out to like local magazines and finding like things that are local. Do you have any advice on finding those angles of like magazines and maybe radio stations and stuff? But I would, yeah, I would say start in your area, area. Like you said, you live in Phoenix, wherever you live, I would start there for sure, because th those are where you're going to get your local magazines or local radio stations. You're going to find smaller publications. So I would start there and then try to branch out. And you can also search like you're a comedian. So you could also search like comedian, like on Google to search like comedy publications, comedy magazines, comedy blogs, anything that relates to what you're doing, kind of Google search that, make a list of all the contacts um, and start reaching out that way. And like, for me, I would search like entertainment outlets and everything. Um, so that would be my advice to start there and keep trying to grow. And if you, like I said, if you don't hear back right away, um, follow up right away. And if you still don't hear back from one follow-up, I would even follow up in another couple months. Like, let's say you did something else that was really great that now you can tell them, oh, I was just in this. And that mm. might spark their interest. Okay. So you should um, maybe like an angle of like celebrating your successes with them. Of yes. Just maybe like making a list and then being like, guys, I was just on the Joe Rogan podcast and I just did this thing. And then here it is. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel like that's a great, cause like yes. they're going to be like, oh, I need that for a story or this is a great thing that we're kind of attached to or. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And especially, yeah. And a recent success or appearance you had. And then also if you have something really interesting that's coming out. Like I know one of my clients was launching a merch line and we wanted to get a story on that. So I immediately said like a line about my client. And then I said, and then talked about their merch line that's coming out and see who wanted to cover that because some of the press did. Um, mm. So if you have something like that, or I know I, I had a client that released a huge book. And so a lot of the press loved that. So that was my leading line. Like he's releasing this book that's coming out, blah, blah, blah here's um, a snippet of what the book's about and they love that. So also if you have a really great story angle, that is something that you should definitely put in the pitch as well. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I never even thought about that where you're like, yeah, here's my, here's my shirts. Yeah. Here's my, you know, mm -hmm. anything that yeah. I'm doing. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah Cause I also used to be a 
a journalist, so I kind of know how the <laughs> other side works. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like that we is... want that story angle. Yeah, that was a big insight for me of like uh, working in marketing for so long. And uh, so then I would be at the company and I would get the emails from the influencers that are like, I would like to make this content for you. And I would just be like, this is a really nice email. I'm like, is this, this is how they should look like, you know, I was like, then Mm -hmm. then going, all right, now when I email companies, that's how it's going to look, you know, you learn, you learn a lot from that and you take it with you, I think too. Yeah, exactly. So where can people find your blog and uh, where can people find, I guess, you on the internet? Sure. So my blog is just BrittanyRendak.com. It's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-R-E-N-D-A-K. And then my Instagram is same thing, at Brittany Rendak. And then my podcast is called Breaking Down with Brittany Rendak. Um, and our Instagram for that is Breaking Down Show. Yeah, that's great. And then, oh, uh, TikTok is back to Britney. Uh, ooh, it's different. different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, there's one more. <laughs> um, what, and then final question I have for you is what advice would you give yourself five years ago? Oh, man, a lot. Um, <laughs> one thing that I do regret is not getting an internship. Like, I had an internship in college, but... I wish I did more internships because I had the time. I wish mm. I did a couple more to explore what I wanted to do exactly because that I maybe would have figured out I wanted to do PR. Or I might have got another hosting internship that would have helped me get to where I am. So yeah. one of my pieces, I guess, would say like take any opportunities and kind of um, – I guess, yeah, take anything you can get and look for as many opportunities as you can while you're still in school or before you get out to the real world. Um, Yeah. And what else would I say? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. Find it. I found a lot of side jobs when I got here too because it was hard to make money. So I guess another thing to myself is get as many side jobs and side hustles as quick as you can if you're moving to LA because it's expensive yeah Yeah. that's like advice that I always have for comics is like do you have what what skills do you have like what what could you make into freelance work yes it's true the living's tough Mm -hmm. yeah are you good at flipping stuff from Goodwill like yeah I know someone who did that and I was like that's crazy And and he made a lot of money and I was like I didn't know people actually did that yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. <laughs> I I mean, that's cool. If you can do it, do it. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun. Yeah, this was great. And I've been your host, Zach Lyman. This has been the Zach Lyman Podcast and Outro Music. <laughs>